Welcome to The New Yorker's June 22, 2009 issue. We have five articles for you. In the talk of the town, Aria Levy visits Simon Doonan, creative director of the New York City-based clothing store Barney's, whose memoir is the subject of a British television show. Next, Jane Mayer profiles Leon Panetta, the new director of the CIA, as he faces a series of difficult choices. Then Lauren Collins reports on how Nora Roberts became America's most popular novelist. And in the current cinema, David Denby reviews two films, The Taking of Pelham 123, a remake directed by Tony Scott, starring John Travolta and Denzel Washington, and Whatever Works, Woody Allen's latest comedy starring Larry David. But first, it's this week's comment. In The Obama Effect, Hendrik Hertzberg writes about the attempt to turn around America's damaged reputation in the Middle East. Three days after President Obama's address to the Arab and Muslim world, voters in Lebanon went to the polls to elect a new parliament. According to The Times, most analysts had confidently predicted victory for the electoral coalition led by Hezbollah, the party of God, which is aligned with Syria and Iran, and has been responsible for most of the violence on Israel's northern border. Most analysts, it turns out, were wrong. The moderate coalition, routinely described as pro-American and pro-Western, took 71 seats to just 57 for Hezbollah and its allies. The politics of Lebanon, a scalding soup of ethnic groupings, some of them armed and dangerous, makes Chicago's look like Montpelier's. The words of an American president, even one from Chicago, were not necessarily foremost in the minds of the Shiites, Sunnis, Druze, and Christians of many theological varieties and political persuasions who lined up to cast their ballots and dip their thumbs in ink. But most analysts, they're indefatigable, agreed that Obama's speech and the carefully constructed edifice of public diplomacy of which it was the keystone was a factor in the outcome. Meanwhile, as this was being written, a joyfully energized electorate was awaiting the results of a vigorously contested election for president of the Islamic Republic of Iran. No matter who wins, the jingoist, populist, obscurantist incumbent, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, or his comparatively moderate main opponent, Mir Hussein Mousavi, ultimate power will continue to rest with the supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, and his council of unaccountable theocrats, who kept liberal challengers off the ballot. But Iran is not a completely closed society. Change is in the Tehran air, and the American president's openness is part of it. In Cairo, Obama